What's up, guys? It's episode 351. Welcome back to the show. I don't have a smoke up. No, I don't take shit. I got no love for the fakeness. If you want to play tough and want to hate this, I'll always show up and make a statement. I don't have a smoke up. No, I don't take shit. I got no love for the fakeness. If you want to play tough and want to hate this, I'll always show up and make a statement. I'm going to go out on a limb and guess that None of you have ever imagined this combination of ingredients combined in your entire life, okay? And I'm going to guess that you're going to be disgusted by it, okay? So, hi, welcome back to the show. It's Jacqueline, and welcome back to my kitchen. We are making pumpkin meatloaf with A pumpkin barbecue sauce, of course, okay? In honor of fall, in honor of cozy season, you know, it's a beautiful, drizzly, rainy day here in San Diego. I'm going to get back in the kitchen with you today and make a meatloaf with canned pumpkin and all the spices. And yeah, like at first when I saw this this recipe, I was like, this is the most fucked up thing I've ever come across in my life. Because I literally Googled, I was like, interesting things to do with canned pumpkin and this came up so but um based on the reviews based on what people wrote I was like okay we're gonna probably have a good time with this it's probably gonna end up tasting pretty good um I really want to teach you today I'm gonna get into the recipe so in a couple seconds but you know last week I did my chocolate chip cookie recipe for my 350th episode this is my second cooking show podcast make it make sense. I don't know. I'm like here with my entire like mic set up in front of me, but, um, yeah. Anyways, I did my last episode in the kitchen and it was fun. And I got a lot of feedback. Like I'm used to getting comments from people or DMS that they enjoyed the episode. But last week when I baked and talked at the same time, I got like a completely different response from it. So I'm thinking you guys like when I teach you things in the kitchen and, as you know, I'm engaged, I'm getting married, and this is my literal, like, life dream to be a housewife and cook all day and, like, make food and bake and do all those things. And, like, I'm literally entering my housewife era, like, in the next, I mean, I'm getting married in a year. Like, it's happening. So I want to share with you all of the things I know about cooking and baking because, you know what, here's the truth, okay? You know I love <laughs> tooting my own horn and like getting really cocky on this podcast all the time because I just that's my that's just what I've evolved to um it's just my I guess my brand my personality (laughs) I've made that my entire personality like uh, yeah anyways um but I want to teach you all these things because I whenever I cook or bake for people they literally shit themselves over how good it is and they're like so in shock they're like oh my god this is the best like spaghetti and meatballs I've ever had. This is the best chocolate chip cookie I've ever had in my life. Like they're so dramatic about it. Or like, what did I make? Uh, I made this mushroom curry one time. And I just get like, people like freak the fuck out when I cook. So I'm like, there's something to it. Like I have this knack for cooking. I feel like I do a lot of things that are like extra and that aren't part of a recipe. And I kind of finesse it while I mix everything together where I'm like oh it needs a little more of this or a little more of that or like this spice or this herb and um so yeah I want to teach you how I do that because I think following a recipe top to bottom for baking is like obviously 
smart, but when it comes to cooking, like when we make this meatloaf, I'm going to add some things that aren't part of the recipe because I can just tell that it's going to need it. Um, you'll see what I mean in a second with one of my secret ingredients. <laughs> it's like not even a secret because I'm telling you, but, um, yeah. So let's get into it. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast. If you haven't already, I'm on Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, Breaker, wherever you listen to podcasts, please subscribe. I'm everywhere and leave a review leave a five-star review that helps me out it helps people find out about the show and yeah follow me on instagram on tiktok jacqueline monroe uh subscribe to my youtube channel if you're watching this on youtube right now make sure to hit that subscribe button and yeah let's get into the recipe so this is from katheats.com i believe she's a food blogger so this is not my original recipe what you're gonna need for the meatloaf is four pounds of ground beef four ounces of breadcrumbs, which is about three, three slices of bread, a can or no, one cup of canned pumpkin, two eggs, a teaspoon of kosher salt. This is where it starts to get really weird. A teaspoon of cinnamon, a teaspoon of chili powder, one clove of garlic, half a teaspoon of smoked paprika, which is optional. And then for the barbecue sauce, you're going to need two cups of ketchup, one cup of canned pumpkin, two and a half tablespoons of water, two tablespoons of apple cider vinegar, one and a half tablespoons of brown sugar, two teaspoons of cinnamon, and one teaspoon of chili powder, one teaspoon of garlic powder, and one teaspoon of smoked paprika. So there's a lot of similarities, like the spices are similar. Oh my God. (laughs) There's a lot of similarities in the spices in the from the meatloaf and in the barbecue sauce so I thought that was interesting um you know I don't have all these ingredients so I have to substitute a couple things um which is really common like when I come across a recipe I'll be like okay I don't have this or that so I'm going to use this instead and it always like I it always works out like don't be scared to substitute things like for example I only have two pounds of ground beef I need four so what am I using instead ground turkey okay so I'm gonna combine beef and turkey today for the meatloaf um by the way my oven is at 400 I preheated my oven to 400 so that's going and basically you're this is like the easiest recipe all you do is put everything in a bowl with clean hands mix it all together literally throw it in the meatloaf pan put it in the oven for like a little over an hour and then make the little barbecue sauce while that's cooking and then boom done so um, yeah, let's just like get into it. So I'm going to start off. Let me just start off with my ground turkey here. Um, I do have some life updates as always and things to talk about while I cook. So, um, it's not just going to be a cooking podcast today. Like it's going to be like me, you know, doing my normal podcast while I cook, if that makes sense. So if you're wondering, like I leave all of my jewelry on when I make meatloaf, I'm not like taking my rings off when I mix it up like I just I just roll with it so um okay the meat is in the bowl okay I just washed my hands because they were getting all nasty from the meat um (laughs) I'm about to put them back in so like I don't know it was like getting all sticky so meat's in the bowl um now this is the secret quote-unquote secret ingredient I don't know why I'm making it like it's a secret um this is the ingredient that I believe the recipe needs that wasn't listed on the ingredient list. And for some reason, I'm thinking 
onions would be a good idea. So I have about a cup or so of really finely chopped up onions. I'm adding this. This might be like a big miss. I don't know if this is going to mix well with the pumpkin flavor, but, um, you know, I did notice there isn't pepper in this recipe. Um, so yeah, we're just gonna, I'm thinking, let me smell. Sometimes I do shit like this. Like, let me smell. Like, do I almost want to Google, like, do pumpkins and onions? I'm just going with my gut. Um, fuck it. Onions in the bowl with the meat. <laughs> if I'm making meatballs, like, I'm adding onions. You know what I mean? So, like, that's what I'm basing this off of. But I just feel like it needs more oomph to it. Um, okay, now here's an example of where you got to use what you got. Okay. I didn't have bread or I, <laughs> excuse me, I did have bread. It was that Ezekiel bread stuff and it was in the back of my fridge and it was a little moldy and I was like, okay, I can't use that. But I had like a slice of gluten-free bread in the freezer that's been in there for like six months. I don't know. Okay. It's bread. We're using that. And I had a package of rice crackers and I put this in the blender and made breadcrumbs. So it's actually, this is going to be gluten-free unintentionally, but um, yeah, like I would say if you don't have breadcrumbs, I always Google like what to use if you don't have breadcrumbs and it'll give you like a list. Um, but typically I'll just use, yeah, whatever toast, like, like Ezekiel bread. Um, but yeah, if I honestly like worst case scenario, I'd probably use rice cakes. You just need a little texture, a little, this adds, I mean, it's supposed to add moisture. Um, it, it just makes it a little more full and like, I don't know. I feel like what is what do breadcrumbs do like in meatloaf? Yeah, just like moisture and body. It adds body. <laughs> so it's a pretty neutral flavor. Like it's salty a little bit from the rice crackers. This might be a little too salty, actually. But um, I just know it's going to turn out perfect. Like literally everything I make. Again, this is why I want to come to the Internet as a fucking housewife home cook chef girly because I swear like everything I make I just I I'm born to do this like this is what I'm good at this is one of my biggest skills like cooking for people and making food so here we are I'm sharing my my knowledge with you um eggs okay tip about eggs when you're cracking an egg crack it on a flat surface don't crack it on the edge of a bowl that'll just help reduce the chances of a shell getting into the bowl so I'm gonna crack the egg um two eggs okay again we're just dumping all the ingredients into the bowl and then combining it with our hands cup of pumpkin um damn I need to do life updates I need to like shoot the shit for a sec well I I'll do it when I, when I mix this all kind of like tell you guys what I've been up to um okay how am I gonna do this need a spoon okay not even gonna measure it f it okay a cup of pumpkin I'm gonna do like more than that actually it's probably a cup and a half um that's the thing about cooking like sometimes because I and the reason I'm doing that is because I added onions so I want the pumpkin to really come through I don't want the onions to overpower it so we're doing a little more pumpkin than it's asking for um, and then the spices, what was I just saying? I already lost my train of thought <laughs> spices. So here's another substitution. So I didn't have straight up chili powder, so, but I have this taco blend from Kinder's, Kinder seasoning spices. And I noticed now this is something you can consider 
um, doing when you're out of a certain spice. If you have a spice blend where it's mainly one ingredient, in this case, this was, um, it's called the taco blend with lime. Oh my God, it's going to have a lime vibe. Oh God. A lime and ancho chili. So, um, the first ingredient is chili pepper. So I need chili. So I'm going to use a teaspoon of this instead. That's what I'm getting to. So you've got, um, chili, smoked paprika, cinnamon, salt. I'm actually going to take some of the salt out because I know the rice crackers have a lot of salt in them. I don't want it to be too salty. Um, I'm just, and it's kosher salt. You know how I'm big on kosher salt. Okay. So add the spices to the bowl. Now we're going to add the garlic and something about me is if a recipe asks for garlic, a clove of garlic, I'm adding like three. Okay. I always go a little over the um, recommended amount because I don't know. I just feel like more is more with garlic sometimes. Again, this might throw off the uh, pumpkin spice flavor we're trying to, we're trying to get here. Um, Cause you have to remember I added those onions that that was a risk. See, I'm going to see if this like, I have a gut feeling it's going to work, but like it was a risk and adding a lot of garlic with that might be too overpowering, but, um, we're going to find out. Um, but yeah, I love adding or not. I, I love adding, I typically add more garlic than what's recommended. Um, yeah, that's how I am. You know, I, here's what it is. The way I add vanilla, like extra vanilla to a baking recipe, like the cookies I made last week is like, the way I add like extra with that is how I add extra with garlic, if that makes sense. Like I just feel like you can never have too much. Um, maybe you disagree, but it's just how I, again, that's just, these little things are what it takes to make people like shit their pants when they eat their, eat your food. So just go with it. Um, it's like about, it's all about like adding flavor, you know, like don't skimp out on the flavor. So I feel like that's not fine enough. Um, I'm doing this by hand, <laughs> making it really tiny. Actually, I need more garlic. So you guys like, I don't know how to talk. Okay. I, I'm doing the recipe right now, but like, we'll get into, you know, how was my week? What have I been up to? Um, what are my upcoming trips planned? Like, um, you know, there's a lot of like news stories I haven't um, touched on things going on in the world, like the plane landing because of the diarrhea guy, um, the uh, Burning Man situation, like that's old news now. Um, what else is going on? The whole like Roman Empire thing where girls are asking their boyfriends how often they think about the Roman Empire. Um, I kind of want to call Corey live on the podcast and do that while the meatloaf is cooking because... I kind of asked him the other day, but like, I didn't really get a straight answer. So I want to see what he says, because I think it's really interesting. Um, the, the, what I've heard about the Roman empire, like the equivalent of the Roman empire thing for women is like the Titanic or what's the other one I heard. Um, yeah. Was it the Titanic? I don't know. I'm trying to think of something I frequently think about like history wise and I don't really think of uh, maybe like the holocaust is that fucked up no um okay now i'm like going in with my hands mixing the meatloaf while i'm talking about this so if you want to watch me just massage <laughs> some meat <laughs> on camera if you want to watch me <laughs> 
beat me beat some meat oh my god this is not what i'm trying to say if you want to watch me stroke some meat go over to youtube or spotify to watch this this is so cringy and dorky and stupid um you just really got to get in there don't be shy when you're when you're making meatloaf when you're making meatballs just really just make love to that meat okay really get in there okay really you know use all your fingers and just every part of your hand okay um but what 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 would be the equivalent of the roman empire thing what do i th wait what do i think about all the time I don't know. Um, the internet's making me dumber. Like, I swear. I, I have this, like, I don't know if you can relate to this, but I aspire to know, like, everything about history and, like, everything about every, like, the economy and politics and, like, just, I just want to know about, like, all the things, right? And then I just don't spend the time to do the research, to do the reading, to, like, really deep dive into it. So, I like don't know I know a little bit about, about I know a little bit about everything but not like I know the Romans built um didn't they make like the sewer sewage system what, the, what were those things called or they made the first something I don't know they built like the super nice roads that are still there um shit like that so okay so now I'm gonna transfer our big pumpkin meat blob <laughs> into the meatloaf pan and I'm not gonna use my hands because I'm like sick of washing them and quick tip if you're making meatloaf and you don't have a loaf pan you can use a cookie sheet and form like a meat log on it and like as, as neatly as possible and that should work fine um, I've done that before and it doesn't turn out like a perfect square of meatloaf or like rectangle of meatloaf but um it'll still cook it'll still be fine um but yeah I'm gonna transfer this in now um I'm thinking this needs something right like I added the onions I'm like feeling all <laughs> accomplished about that I'm like oh yeah that's really gonna do it um it's really gonna take the flavor to the next level but um I'm gonna do something a little nuts um I have it sitting here next to me one of my favorite favorite ever items from Trader Joe's is gonna get slightly doused on top of this and um it's gonna this is this is already disgusting to begin with like on paper like pumpkin pumpkin meatloaf but um so like why not do this right so we're gonna actually let me just tell you right now I'm thinking this just needs a little special something so we're gonna add <laughs> like a little bit of pumpkin butter on top. And I'm thinking while this cooks, it's gonna like create a nice glaze. Now, um, typically when I make meatloaf, I add like a ketchup to the top while like, I think I put the meat on the pan or in the pan and then I put some sort of like, yeah, ketchupy Worcestershire saucy glaze on top. And as it cooks, it creates like a little, it like caramelizes. So. I'm thinking for this, a little bit of pumpkin butter because it's got, um, it's pumpkin, sugar, honey, lemon juice, cinnamon, cloves, ginger, and nutmeg. So it's got like the pumpkin spice flavor to it. And it's, um, it's how much fat? It's just 
sugary it's basically only like a sugary glaze i don't know we're gonna find out um <laughs> again nothing i make ever sucks so this can't fail um this is like really full i think how many pounds of meat did i do so yeah you literally just like tuck it in if you can see this on camera just tuck her in the pan I feel like my mom used to make meatloaf and she used to do something to the top of it. I think she, did she score it? Like put, draw a line down the middle with a knife. Is that, is that a thing with meatloaf? Am I, like I've never, in my, never in my life, number one, never in my life would I ever think I'd make pumpkin, pumpkin spice meatloaf, let alone do it publicly on a podcast and this episode is th on my three I'm always like mesmerized by the, how many podcasts I've done my 351st podcast like what the hell it's just, it's just crazy um okay so let's just smell this first yeah this is giving like it's giving pumpkin spice but it's also like not a it's not like you're putting heavy cream like pumpkin butter it's it's unassuming like when I first bought this if I remember like a few years ago I thought it was going to be like butter like thick like creamy butter but it's really just a lemon juicy honey pumpkin spiced flavored thing like it's very thin I don't know if you can see this on camera like it's not um it's something you could drizzle like one of my favorite ways to eat this is over vanilla ice cream it's like a little sauce so just gonna drizzle her on the top of the meatloaf it's funny I was talking to Corey on the phone before um I recorded today and I was like wait till you see what I'm gonna make <laughs> because it's like so not what you'd ever expect and um yeah so it's gonna be an interesting thing to have him taste test um I will be doing that live on camera here so you guys can all see if this pumpkin meatloaf is what it's cracked up to be um and I'm not gonna be a fake bitch okay if this sucks I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna be like look I should never have added the onions the rice crackers in place of the breadcrumbs was the wrong move like I'm gonna be honest with you but um yay it's looking beautiful so I put the little pumpkin butter glaze on top does it need cracked pepper like just whatever you know like just make it up as you go okay we're gonna just, it doesn't have any pepper in it. And I just feel like it just needs that to round it out. Um, cinnamon on top, is that kind of psycho? Or like, should I add a little chili seasoning to go with the sweet? No, that's messed up. Okay, we're not doing that. Okay, we're gonna call it, we're gonna call this good. I'm gonna throw it in the oven for 70 minutes. And I'm going to make the barbecue, pumpkin bar barbecue sauce in the meantime. So I'll be right back. Okay, the meatloaf is in the oven. And now we're going to make the pumpkin barbecue sauce. I have a saucepan right here. Okay, you're going to put this over medium heat and combine everything together. So first, we're just going to put everything in the pan. So two cups of ketchup. Um, just going to eyeball it. One cup two cups I think it's more fun to cook when you're not measuring things I don't know why I just feel like <laughs> it's more of a challenge and like you have to think about it like think about how much you're putting in um 
Okay, two cups of ketchup, one cup of canned pumpkin. So we're gonna dip back in to this can. By the way, if you have a dog, they love canned pumpkin. Just gonna use this spoon that's kind of dirty. They love canned pumpkin, it's really good for them. And I actually love combining peanut butter and pumpkin and then freezing it and making little dog treats. So um, Jimmy's gonna have some after this. He's sitting over on the couch right now because Jim, do you want pumpkin? Pumpkin? He knows like certain words. I don't think he knows pumpkin. He knows cookie. Cookie? Oh yeah, he whipped his head around. Um, Louis at the office with Corey today. He's, he went to work, which is kind of fun. Like sometimes Louis, Louis goes to work with Corey or sometimes I have them both here and we go back and forth and yeah, it's really fun. Um, it's like so fun. <laughs> babysitting dogs what am I saying <laughs> okay two and a half tablespoons of water um I don't know does that seem necessary it really doesn't we're gonna do okay now we're gonna add two tablespoons of apple cider vinegar two one and a half tablespoons of brown sugar two teaspoons of cinnamon one teaspoon of chili powder one teaspoon of garlic powder and one teaspoon of smoked paprika i've already measured this out so that's why i'm going to dump all this in at the same time boom um like what, what what else do i think this needs like salt does this have salt in it um okay it has ketchup canned pumpkin apple cider vinegar brown sugar cinnamon chili powder i feel like it's going to need a little salt okay everything needs salt i'm just going to do like a little fourth a teaspoon so now I'm gonna mix this up and it's gonna go over medium heat behind me. I've got the sauce heating on the stove top right now and I am in shock of how good this is. Like I'm licking the spoon right now. Go to YouTube or Spotify to watch. Like I was not expecting that. Pumpkin barbecue sauce. Like I know you probably, okay. The pumpkin meatloaf might be a little too much for you but if you wanna make something that's like fall inspired, something interesting and different for your meat dishes, pumpkin barbecue sauce is very good and you know I'm surprised or actually I'm not surprised because everything I make is amazing because <laughs> I just know what I'm doing this uh taco blend ancho chili seasoning it's like it works so I'm happy that it worked in the sauce or and I tasted that because I know that it's going to work in the meatloaf now um wow so I, I don't really know where to go from here okay the sauce is heating up um I'm making the meatloaf the meatloaf is in the oven like things are happening in the world like I mentioned okay burning man we that's old news now but like the Kylie Timothy Chalamet thing is very hot right now and um that's happening I'm trying to think of what other big pop culture topics are in the news oh I don't know why this is like this was major news when it happened but like Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas um getting a divorce they're like really going after each other and then like taylor swift was out at dinner with her okay that's a thing um i don't like these are things i just don't really give a fuck about but i will say at first when i saw the pictures <laughs> or the videos of kylie and timothy at the beyonce concert i was like my brain was like not understanding and like i'm sure you do this too when you see a couple you 
not that it is not that it's the end all be all and that it matters because clearly like it's they're they're a couple and it's official and everything but like and it doesn't matter but like he is literally a twig next to her so I was like how is she into that like that body type like she's so much she seems like bigger than he is um anyways but now it's weird like I saw them at the U.S. Open the pictures of them sitting in the stands and like um yeah all these pictures of Kylie and Timothy are coming out and I'm like I kind of get it like I'm kind of starting to like it which is like pretty sure most people um that like at first were like not understanding how they went together um but yeah like not that I'm really into keeping up with the Kardashians but like I did get Hulu I did get Hulu I did watch an episode of the Kardashians like I think I watched the first episode of when they came out with the Kardashian show like I f- finally watched that first episode and I think that's when Courtney and Travis first got together and like yeah I'm like way behind on reality tv and all that stuff like I really don't even pay attention but um what other things are happening in the world um the election (laughs) okay I gotta I gotta stir this sauce because it's starting to bubble I can hear behind me and I'm pretty sure it's gonna be done after that it's gonna it only takes like a few minutes to like combine together and heat up so I'm gonna take this sauce off the stove and I'll be right back okay the sauce is done and now I'm gonna call Corey and ask him about the Roman Empire. I'm going to ask him the question that's going viral on the internet right now. And I feel like, do men actually think about it that often? Or are they think like, or do they think they think about it as often? Like, do you know what I mean? I feel like they're making it up. I don't understand. Like, what are they visualizing? Are they visualizing like, like the ancient Roman like structures and the, people like I don't get it like what are you thinking about specifically when it comes to the Roman Empire does that make sense like I just feel like it's kind of a hoax and it doesn't make sense like but let's find out okay let's see what he says and then I have um I pulled up some fun facts about the Roman Empire that I didn't know so let's see what he says he might decline to answer I'm gonna tell him he's live Hello. Hi, honey. Hi. You're on the podcast. Is is this a good time? This is a great time. Oh, perfect. Okay. How often? I think I already asked you this, but I don't remember your answer. How often do you think about the Roman Empire? On a daily basis, weekly, monthly, or throughout the year? Just in general, like how often does your brain think about it? A Roman Empire, boy, it's probably going to happen at least twice a year. At least. <laughs> I mean, say that <laughs> one more time. Random question. I would say probably twice a year. Twice a year. Yeah. Okay, you're an outlier. You're officially like not one of the one of the boys with this. <laughs> so, I, do you know about this trend? No, I'm kidding. I, I never think about it. You never. Okay. So I did a poll on Instagram and a bunch of guys said that they're like, oh, you didn't have never as an option. Cause a lot of guys are like, I never think about it. So you're one of them. Yeah. I, I never think about oh, it. Okay. Or unless I listen, unless I watch a movie that makes me think about it, like 300 or the gladiator. <gasps> um, yeah. No, then I'm not really thinking about the Roman empire. Okay. Yeah. I think it's kind of a funny question. Like, 
So you're not like a twice a week guy or like an everyday? No, definitely not. I think if I was, it'd be in the Dungeons and Dragons or something. No. What do you think? Okay, now I'm going to flip the question. What do you think girls think about all the, all the time? Like what history do you think they think about? Or like uh, movie or like... Because I was thinking Titanic. I would say Gone with the Wind, uh, The Notebook. Um, the Nova. I would say the Holocaust. No, I think I, I honestly think about it a lot. No, someone said that on a podcast. They're like, yeah, my thing is the Holocaust. I'm like, I kind of relate to that. I never no, I wouldn't think that at all. But, um, you have some gloomy listeners. Um, No. What do girls think about gone with the wind or notebook? Um, to kill a mockingbird <laughs> okay um can i get your live reaction about what i just made that you're going to taste test later sure okay so i'm going to announce what i made and just tell me your thoughts okay okay two words pumpkin spice three words pumpkin spice meatloaf oh boy <laughs> i knew you were gonna say that Oh boy. Yeah. With pumpkin uh, barbecue sauce. That's very good, by the way. I just did a taste test of the barbecue sauce. It's very good. Well, I haven't had one thing that you've made that hasn't been good, so I, I will go with it. That's why I'm doing this. So. You make good stuff. Yeah, I feel like everything I make is ridiculous. Easy, honey. Pull back the <laughs> I know, but it's very, like, it, it always turns out really good. Yeah, it's very good. Okay, well, um, yeah, pumpkin meatloaf. Pumpkin meatloaf. I mean, I'm down for a pumpkin spice latte, but a meatloaf might be tough. But I'm always down to try something once. Well, you're gonna have it when you get home, and I gotta see what you say. So, okay. Even awesome. if it's just a, even if it's just a little dainty bite, and then we throw the rest away. No, we won't throw it away. I'll probably freeze it, or I don't know. I, just knowing me and knowing my taste buds and how like screwed up my taste buds are, I feel like I'm gonna love it because I like weird food combos. So yeah, okay. I'm, I'm game. I'm game. Yay! Cool. Thanks for having me on. You're welcome. Thanks for being here. Always. Oh, do you want to hear a fact about the Roman Empire? Okay. When? Oh no, I have a question for you because, oh trivia. Okay. When was Rome founded? Oof. When was Rome founded? Um, I'm gonna say. Wait, uh, do, I don't want to make you look bad right now. Don't fuck this. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm gonna say uh, 750 BC. <gasps> that just—I just got so. Okay, that was the hottest thing you've ever done. You missed it by three years. Okay. 753 BC. Not bad, right? By king, by the first king, Romulus. Yep. Well, R- Romulus. You know these things here when you're a king. There's another word you could <laughs> say. Oh my god, that's true. <laughs> okay, so 750 and you, it's 753, and very good. Um. What else you got for me? Other facts. Okay. Um. I'm pretty good with this stuff. Um, Romulus had a twin brother called Remus. 
Okay, they, the Romans built such a huge empire and conquered new lands thanks to their strong army. They would march up to 40 kilometers a day. I don't even know how far that is because I understand kilometers. Um, let me think here. Oh, they were the ones that built the aqueducts. That's what they're like famous for. The, the aqueducts that's what they like invented or whatever yeah there's a lot of things they invented that we still do use today um um yeah well so. i won with the that i got the year so close that was so. very yeah very good i ha, how did you even come up with 750 bc well i just i mean i just know i mean you could you could say the um, Egyptians were even probably 1500 years before them in you know the early, almost 2000 BC and the Romans were definitely after that so like I just know you know we're in the year 2023 I just I can kind of piece things together thank god you're good and at I math know history and stuff yeah I'm good with math not yeah I feel like it's funny because I was thinking about the Roman Empire and I'm like I know nothing but they built the Colosseum. yeah okay so that's the roman empire yeah yeah that's part of the roman empire yeah the roman empire have you ever expanded to many different countries that's right did you ever go to the Colosseum? i did okay so we both have seen it yeah what's a what's a wonder of the world that we both haven't seen that we should see uh, well, it used to be the Great Barrier <laughs> I just Reef. got a really fucked up thought. Okay, never mind. <laughs> the Great Barrier Reef has one. I think um, you mentioned the, that. The pyramids are one. There's these um, waterfalls in like Argentina or like somewhere in South America I really want to see. Mm-hmm. The pyramids? The pyramids. The Great Pyramid. They said that's one, one of the uh, seven wonders of the world because... They felt like no man could build that. Yeah, so there's so many. Have you seen the conspiracy? Sorry to cut you off. There's so many conspiracies. Yeah. You've seen those, right? Yeah. 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 But then, you know what? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I need to, like, find this video. So I'm glad you said that. Apparently, there's this guy. I think he's from Canada. And he's, like, a super buff dude. And he literally debunked the whole, like, oh, it's impossible. It was back in the egyptian times and they were building the pyramids it would have been impossible for men to like carry stones this big and like drag them and like stack them up and blah blah blah. and he like literally did that himself he like did a mock version of it and like was strong enough to do it and basically showed that like it actually was possible if i don't know i need to find the guy in the video but like um because that's the number one conspiracy is like no human being could like or group of humans could like build this thing like their strength wasn't enough or whatever. But a lot of people, a lot of slaves died when they built it. Yeah. So what are we building now? That's like what's going on in the world that we're building now? What structure? What structures? What's going on in in Saudi Arabia? They're spending a trillion dollars on a new city in the middle of the desert. They're already building this out. It's supposed to expand from like I think like. <gasps> 35 miles wait that building that's like a city in the desert within one yeah. big structure oh my god what's that called uh, i'd have to look it up yeah i saw that so when is that supposed to be done oh it's gonna take years yeah that just seems so like dystopian and like not i don't know 
Okay. It's a town. It's its own little town. How yeah. wide is it, though? Not very wide. I mean, maybe less than a mile wide. Wow. What's yeah, your favorite period wide. period of history? Um, I guess that just depends. I'm such I a mean, basic like, bitch. Mine's World War II. Yeah, I like <laughs> World War II. That's all I know. Like, or it's all I, I like, remember. Uh, I like, you know... I just like all the all the really cool architecture back in the day. So I thought that was cool in the Roman times and um, just, mm-hmm. but I think all I know the most about World War II. Same. Um, okay. Uh, when World War II happened? The date it started? And it started and when Wasn't it that when they shot Franz Ferdinand? Or is that World War One? shot or like executed what was that 1912 and 1916 but do you know the do you know the world war ii dates when it started and ended i don't 1938 to 1945 but what was the franz ferdinand thing that Um, started one of the wars huh i think it was world war one fuck and hitler fought in world war one wow and his dad was half jewish just a fun fact just like you. Yep. That's right. So. Um, goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to say about? No, that's all I got. Okay. Any other questions you thought you could, out, you could outsmart me? Um, no, what are some facts you've asked me where I like, I just was, I was dialed in. I got it right on the nail. Um, things I already know about. Um, Baffling. Huh? Scaffolding. Huh? You knew about scaffolding. Scaffolding. Yeah, you're like, what are those things called on the side of a building when... I know what they're called. No, you ask me. You go, what What are those, like, stacked up things when they're building or doing, like, construction? Yep. I'm like, scaffolding. But I only know... I know construction... Construction... I can't even say it. Construction stuff because of my dad. Well, it doesn't matter. I was, like, his... He would, like, hold... Or I was like holding the toolbox the whole time when he was building stuff. So, yeah. Doesn't you learn. You learn from someone. What are you pouring? Agua. Nice. Um, still not, honey, how was your week? Appetite. This is like now an interview show. Like you're fully the guest on this episode because the the meatloaf takes an hour to cook. So. Um, my week was awful, and and then now it's getting better. Okay, can you, do you want to talk about why your week was awful or just leave it at that? Yeah, it just wasn't feeling well. Do you have like a hint about why it was awful? Yeah, the bad meat you cooked. It's my fault. You got sick. <laughs> the bad meat. Do you want to tell them what happened? No. I just got sick. <laughs> you just got sick. Okay, from bad meat. Horrible food poisoning. Okay. They can read between the lines. That's right. All right, honey, I gotta get back to it. Love you. Love you. Okay, I'll. What time are you gonna be home? Uh, probably a little earlier. Probably be home by three, three thirty. Oh, perfect. See you then. The meat, the meatloaf will be ready. Bye. <laughs> Goodbye. Love you. Love you. Okay. Bye. <laughs> wow. Okay. So he is one of those guys that never thinks about the Roman Empire, which is really interesting because, like, this whole trend is making it seem like. 
guys think about it like every single day but I feel like that's not really realistic um yeah oh my god the um what else is happening in the world what other trends um the tube girls popping off the London tube girl um just being super confident like recording yourself on the subway like doing music video like lip syncing video things on tiktok um let me just go like okay i literally have an hour for the meatloaf to cook like it's probably got like 40 minutes left so i should probably just pause here knowing me i could talk this entire time should i do wedding updates like do you guys want to know about the wedding oh my god should i do like fitness updates um i like what's new I hurt myself again in the gym so let me just bring you in to my fitness up my fitness update so back in May you guys know I ripped my upper hamstring my left leg upper hamstring right and I couldn't do lower body workouts for like a month or two um and then after it recovered I, I went really light I wasn't doing any I was only doing um what is it called concentric exercises where I'm like bending my leg or eccentric what am I doing basically I was su- pronation supination no <laughs> I'm trying to remember like what I learned in sports med about muscles so anyways I was being I was babying my legs my hamstrings I wasn't babying my glutes like I could still kind of do glute workouts um yeah like leg stuff hamstring stuff I was completely laying off of anyways long story short I did deadlifts for the first time on like Sunday and a week later I'm still like unable to sit down (laughs) okay so my hamstrings were completely destroyed I did hamstrings and um or deadlifts and I did the glute ham machine is that what it's called or back extensions where you hook your feet in. And I was getting really excited. I was like, oh my God, I have no pain. Like this feels great. I added more weight. I think I was repping out 185. I did multiple sets with a band around my legs. And I compl- like I was in so much pain all week because my legs like locked up. I had so much lactic acid and inflammation. And my, my hamstrings were literally like swollen like twice the size. And I really overdid it. So like literally... <laughs> knowing me it's like I'm not going to take a day off from working out so it's like okay do upper body instead so I did that and then for the last three days I've been doing cardio so which I'm like you know what I could use a little more cardio in my life okay I am not as conditioned as I used to be and I used to be a cardio bunny and I would literally do like an hour of Stairmaster or running five days a week and like that was my workout so now it's like alarming when I'm winded after five minutes not five like I'm like fuck this after five minutes where I'm not like into it so um over the last three days I've been like really embracing the cardio and I feel good about it like it doesn't that's a big tip so if you're ever injured or not injured okay I didn't mean to say that if you're ever extremely sore from lifting and you're like okay I need to like rest and like not work out okay like gauge it right like there's an there's a difference between being injured or like really close to being injured sore and like just sore from your workout so on sore days when you're trying to quote-unquote rest you can do cardio because cardio doesn't affect your soreness if that makes sense like that's why I love Stairmaster because you're just doing 
steps back and forth and back and forth and back like you're just stepping up doesn't mess up your doesn't mess up your legs doesn't I mean it just like doesn't take a lot of um I mean you're obviously working out but it's not going to make you sore so yeah because of my (laughs) extremism when it comes to exercise and working out um that's just how I am it's hard for me to take a day off and like just like rest so at a minimum I'll walk like I'll power walk or I'll incline walk or do like the Stairmaster for half an hour so um yeah what else is happening I hurt myself um we're gonna go my sister has her second bodybuilding competition of the year um in Reno she just had her first one a couple weeks ago um she placed really well she didn't win it and if she won it she would have gone to the olympia which was really exciting because it was like her pro debut and if you're a pro like you can compete and actually go that far um i'm not really i'm not very well versed in bodybuilding but like i know that's basically the super bowl of (laughs) bodybuilding like going to the olympia so she plays really well. I'm super proud of her. Those cookies I made on the last episode were, um, I sent them off to her. So, um, she has to wait. She, so she got them after her show, but then she's like immediately going back into prep. So she like couldn't eat them, um, which sucks. Like she's been in prep for so long, but anyways, we're going to Reno. So Corey and I are going in, um, next month and we're trying to make like a full trip out of it where, where we go to, oh my God, I'm like hitting a wall. <laughs> the meatloaf Jacqueline just go take a quick nap while the meatloaf finishes and then come back and do the taste test and then the episode just hard like I want to check in with you guys I don't want to I don't want to just like do a cooking show and like not say anything about my life like I gotta still be my typical podcast host self here so Corey and I want to make a trip out of it and go to Yosemite and camp and then drive up to Reno um do like a big weekend thing so that's exciting we're also going to montana soon um we're going to san francisco soon um yeah so that's like the upcoming trips this is the first year like i'm doing thanksgiving and christmas in san diego with his family because last year we went we didn't do thanksgiving we went here for thanksgiving and christmas at my family's place so um yeah i could i could update you guys about the wedding planning so (laughs) I haven't talked about that in a second um it's going it's definitely going it's going pretty well um I'm just like still dipping my toes in the whole process and um the other day I think here's here's something about me that I I learned throughout the wedding planning process is I need like I'm so visual I need to see it in my mind before it becomes a reality and because I never envisioned my wedding, because I never like did the whole like Pinterest boarding thing, even though I wasn't engaged or even like, I feel like girls like literally plan their wedding before they're, when they're single and like, they just dream it up like their whole life and their dress and everything. I was never one of those girls. Just, it's just not me. And I don't, it doesn't resonate with me. Like it's not something that's like a big deal to me. Like it's like, yes, I want to get married. Yes. I, I want to have a wedding, but I would say that, but the reality of like, picking out the flowers and the colors and the venue and like the dress and it's like it, that that was never something that I spent outside time doing so 
what I'm getting to is I've learned that I need to spend time like I need to be like oh my god what am I trying to say I need to like yeah the other day I Pinterest boarded all my ideas about the wedding and like the dresses I liked and I like spent so much time doing the dreaming up of it where I started to get excited it's hard that's what it is it's hard for me to get excited and like really light up about something unless I can visualize it and for the longest time like I've been engaged now since May I didn't really have anything imagined in my mind and it was really hard for me to like get excited where now I'm like ooh, I know exactly what I want to do I know exactly what I want it to look like I already picked out the event like we know most of the we have the blueprint so now I'm just like filling in the corners and picking things out so um but yeah I don't know if you can relate to that are you someone who needs to like dream it up in your mind before you can like put the rubber to the road because if I don't do that I'm like paralyzed and I'm like I don't even know where to start because I haven't thought it through yet like I feel like some people just go okay I just got engaged and planning my wedding step one do do this step two do that it's like no I need to have the entire thing mapped out I need to see the whole entire vision the big picture of the end thing and then I can deconstruct it from there I can't just like do the step-by-step thing until it's the big picture I need to like go the other direction so that's been a big like learning lesson through this process um and I think that goes for like every area of my life you know when it comes to for example like having kids being a mother like um something that's been really helpful recently I just checked the meatloaf it's doing good um let me get back to it so something I haven't really touched on and discussed I think ever on my podcast is motherhood and like having kids and I think a lot of people say including myself like I want a family someday or like I want to get married someday I wanted like yeah of course like I see that in my future and then when the reality of it comes or like what am I trying to say they don't um they haven't really thought it through and like asked themselves all the questions around it. They just say like, oh, I want to have kids. So something that's been like, it's so crazy how the, the universe works. Okay. Something that's been extremely helpful recently is literally like 15 different women I follow on Instagram, like influencers, celebrities, you name it either getting engaged getting married or getting pregnant or like fully having a like a baby or a toddler because like I'm in real time like seeing them go through the entire process and posting about it and I'm like it's helping me like wrap my head head around the entire like thing of, of like getting pregnant and having a kid like I'm watching them every month like post about their experience through it and like before I'm what I'm saying is before like you know I've been following a lot of these women for years um, a lot of them came from like YouTube, like I'm thinking Lauren Elizabeth, uh, Julia Havens, um, Kelsey, uh, Cody Coe's, are they married? Fiance? Are they engaged? Girlfriend? She just got pregnant. This girl from TikTok, I follow her name's, um, Jacqueline Francois. She's like about to have a kid any day. Oh my God. Um, Lauren Geraldo. Um, she just had her baby. Who else is pregnant? 
I swear there's like literally 15 people on my Instagram every every day posting about having a baby. So um, in the past, like I wasn't following this kind of content. I wasn't exposed to it. And, and here's the other thing. If you have friends and family in your immediate circle that are popping out babies, that are becoming new moms and you're around it, you can like see it, you can touch it, you can feel it. Like I don't personally have that. So the thought of having kids is exciting and everything, but like I don't, I can't really visualize it. it. Like the only, so when I, back to what I was saying about planning the wedding, like I have to like see it in pictures and in videos and in posts on Instagram, like to really like get excited and really like imagine it. And I know that's like such a modern day, like 2023 social media world thing to say, because like, I'm thinking of my mom and my grandma and my, you know, it's like, what, what was their exposure like? Like, flipping through a magazine and seeing a pregnant lady like I I don't know or like it would have been their friends and family that were getting pregnant but I think because of how the internet has rewired my brain personally and just how I am and how I'm programmed and just what it's like I have to be stimulated like I have to be in my body has to be like I have to like envision things right so um, because of that, it's like, I almost require the, the following of the people that, that are already going through that life chapter. Like if I don't, then I feel like I'm in the dark and I, and I'm, it makes me kind of anxious. And like, I don't like, it's like, I'm seeing all these baby, like the stroller brands, the diaper brands, all the products they're using. And I'm seeing all like their, the decor in the nursery and like what they're picking out and the little outfits. I'm like, that is starting to make me excited. Cause I'm like, Oh my God. Okay. Now I see what you do. Like, and that might sound so stupid, but, um, it's been helping me a lot with like, cause I like, <laughs> believe me in the next year or two, three, like we will be, um, with child and <laughs> like, just, just saying. So, uh, spoiler, spoiler alert about my life. Like you already know I'm getting married, but, um, we want to have kids soon. And, this is something that I'm like warming up for right now. So, um, yeah, it's like exciting and scary at the same time. I think that's a number, the number one thing I hear from new moms or like anyone that has kids, they're like, you're never ready. Like you can never, and and that's, it's a control thing. The reason I'm even saying this and like the root of all this is like control. Like I don't want to be completely like, shocked by the whole process I want to go in with like a plan and I already want to be aware of all the things and be equipped with as much knowledge and information I have about raising kids as possible and I feel like that's just smart like I don't think that's psycho or like extra or like whatever it's just it's like you should because of how much I take it seriously like I don't take oh getting pregnant having a baby like lightly like that's not it's not just like, oh yeah, let's just have a kid like willy nilly. Like, no, like it's something I'm very, um, I want to be careful about and intentional about, and I want to do it f- like right. And you know what I mean? So, um, it's been fun recently. I, honestly, I, I have to say it's been fun seeing all of these women get engaged or married or pregnant. Cause I'm like, fuck, I'm doing the same thing. And I feel like I have, I can relate, you know, and that's the beauty of beauty of the internet. Um, just having those communities out there that are going through the same life chapter or that have been through what you're, you've been through. It's like, so, um, yay. I'm going to check on the meatloaf again. 
and be right back. <laughs> okay, I just pulled the meatloaf out of the oven. It's very hot and my smoke detector went off like three times. So make sure you have some windows open or a fan going because <laughs> this definitely was like creating some smoke in the house. Um, but yeah, it's done. It's bubbly. It's a little crispy on top from that pumpkin butter we drizzled on. It smells incredible. Like honestly, like I, I feel like this smells like <laughs> pumpkin. Like I made a pumpkin loaf and also like meatballs at the same time um i'm very excited let's do a taste test you're supposed to drizzle the barbecue sauce over the top of it when you serve it so i'm gonna slice a piece on my plate and then i'm gonna put the barbecue sauce on top um this just came out of the oven so it's gonna be very hot um let's see here i'm like so proud of myself i'm doing this mic setup and like cooking at the same time. I feel like the ideal situation is I have like a microphone that's attached like a little lavalier mic or like micro mics around the the kitchen here because um it's like forcing me to like stand all stiff and I can't like move from this position. So pro tip if you're a podcaster, um Google the mic setup for cooking videos if you're gonna do cooking videos because this is not not the move. Um, okay, so plating the meatloaf. I did the end of it. Want the end piece? It's beautiful. It's um, steaming like crazy. And then I'm gonna add. Just gonna drizzle this pumpkin barbecue sauce I'm a sauce person like more is more with sauce like I need as much as possible um I know most people say like oh that's just masking the f true flavor of whatever you're eating like okay I roll like no it makes the food taste the be like better so um <laughs> gonna sauce it up here with the pumpkin barbecue sauce and let's see if pumpkin meatloaf is what it's cracked up to be okay um and I told you I will be honest okay however this turns out my first impression is going to be honest no matter what so okay Jacqueline don't be fake don't be fake don't be fake <laughs> okay wait yeah it's very um moist I can already tell let me do like a little bite I'm excited and also also nervous because I added those onions and I'm like, okay. Ooh. Smells like cinnamony, pumpkin-y. The episode is over. It's, it's a 10 out of 10. Goodbye. Love you. Thanks for being here. Oh, like what? Am I just saying this? Wait, wait, am I just saying this because I had the, the sauce all over it? Like, let me try a plain meatloaf bite now with no sauce because that's that's the real test like is the meatloaf itself good or is it the sauce that's making it good because we already know I love I love the barbecue sauce okay what the fuck what the actual wait this this like it seems like it shouldn't be good it's so good wait this is so good 
what am I getting? What am I get? Let me like really do the description here for all the foodies, all the people that are like really trying to understand this flavor. So Okay, the meat, the meat is very neutral. Like there, th that's not the star. Honestly, the star of the show is the pumpkin. So the pumpkin's coming through. The onions are not overpowering, by the way. I know that was a fear of mine. Like if the onions and the garlic, because I added extra, extra garlic. They're not overpowering. They're just, The onions add a little texture, a little f texture, a texture, a little flavor, but they're not overpowering the flavor um, of the whole meatloaf. Um, what am I getting? Let me try the crusty part. Wait, let me try. Okay, now I'm going to try the pumpkin butter drizzle part that I did on top just by itself and no sauce. Okay. Are we doing something wrong? Like, okay. Sweet meat. Sweet meat. That needs to be a thing. Okay. This is so good. The sweetness of the pumpkin butter with the sweetness of the pumpkin barbecue sauce with the sweet, it's so like sweet and savory at the same time, which is such a great combination. Like we all, we are, we already know this about food, like sweet and savory at the same time. This is a perfect example of that. Pumpkin meatloaf is a perfect example of how those two flavor profiles can combine in such a good way. So like meat, it, like I understand. Okay. Barbecue is already a thing. That's barbecue sauce is kind of sweet. Um, what other meats could we make sweet now? Like I'm trying to think of what other things could we put, we put, okay, here's a good example. We put cranberry sauce on Turkey, the sweet with the meat. We're putting pumpkin barbecue sauce on our meatloaf. We're putting barbecue sauce on our pork butt. <laughs> We're making barbecue with the sweetness. Okay. It's already a thing. So this is just, yeah, another example of that. I am very impressed. Please make this. Please tag me. Please DM me, please. Also, I, I do want to give credit. I, I feel like I didn't really give her enough credit at the very beginning to catheats.com, real food plus healthy mindset. She Let me do her about, because um, that's where I got this recipe. Kath Eats. Um, she lives in Charlottesville, Virginia. She's a husband, um, a couple boys. She's a registered dietitian, nutritionist, and I split my time between writing this blog and caring for my boys. Oh, great. So she's a full-time like food blogger. Um, great. Okay. So she is Kath Eats. What, what's her Instagram at, but it's at Kath Eats. Yeah. At Kath Eats on Instagram. Thank you for this recipe. I'm very impressed. I'm going to give you a follow right now and tag you when I make this or when I post this. So, um, yay. Okay. It turned out. I knew. It. See, that's the thing. Like I have faith in myself. Like whenever I cook, I'm like, I know it's going to be amazing. Like how can it not be like some people just have that. And that's why I'm trying to come to the internet and, and cook now because I'm or and bake like I did last week, because I'm like, I need to help you. Like I, what did you, like, what are the things that I taught you today? Okay. 
I taught you to add more garlic than the recipe or calls for. Um, come up with things, even if you don't have an ingredient, like there's things you could probably use instead. Um, I added onions that made this taste more, it gave it more like flavor. It's um, another like tip I gave you. Oh, add, so I didn't have all of the ground beef, so add ground turkey with it to get the full amount. So I needed four pounds of meat and I only had two. So, okay, so you can add in different meats together, like ground meats. Um, just like feel it out. <laughs> My whole method of cooking, I, I swear to God, like with cooking, I'm just like, I feel it out. And I think that comes with time. Obviously, I've had years of experience of cooking and this started with my my mom in the kitchen growing up and with my grandma and my aunts. Like we we always cook together and I still do this whenever I go home for the holidays. Like it's one of my favorite things to do. Cooking, cooking, cooking and baking. Like literally when I say peak happiness, grocery shopping, coming home, putting food away, um, <laughs> podcasting obviously these are like combining the things I love and then creating a recipe from scratch and baking or cooking it I'm like this is what I swear to god like this is what life is all about if you're as a woman like I cannot think of I know this sounds like very traditional cliche like old school whatever you want to call it but there is something to being a woman in the the kitchen I think we need to get out of the office (laughs) Women need to get out of the office and back into the kitchen. I am a big advocate of that because I swear, like when you, and I feel blessed that I can do this. Like, I just feel like when you experience this and when you can fully immerse yourself in all of the housewife woman things, like you'll realize like, no, this isn't work. Like this isn't, I'm not doing this because I'm a slave for my man or for the home. Like, no, it's like you're, you realize like, I'm, and this isn't brainwashing. Like I'm actually happy. Like my favorite part of my day is the cooking part. And I think it combines the creativity aspect. Like my mind is lit up by a, a new recipe or the the creativity of like putting something together, um, from start to finish and like coming up with a recipe or, um, it combines that it combines like the nurturing, like feeding someone, like feeding another person, you're nurturing them, you're feeding like that feels so good um yeah I can't I I, maybe you've experienced this before maybe this is your life and you know you're not new to this but if you're not if you're like I don't know if I want to be like a stay-at-home housewife like or a well that's not I mean I I do work from home I do have a full-time job plus I do all this stuff but like try it out (laughs) from my experience it's like the happiest I am I and maybe it's just because I'm passionate about cooking and I, and I enjoy it. Some people hate it. Some, I know some, some women I meet like hate it. They're like, I hate cooking. I hate baking. I could care less. I like convenience. I like Uber Eats. I like, po- you know, they like the Trader Joe's, all this, you know, most of the stuff is from Trader Joe's. They like all the like pre-made stuff. They just throw it in the micro. It's like, fine. Okay. If that's you, great. But, um, if you haven't fully immersed yourself in the cooking lifestyle, give it a try. It is so fun. Nothing, like I said, nothing makes me happier. It's like Jacqueline, you, it's like, I finally figured it out. The best combination (laughs) or the best thing I could do is podcast because that's my, like you, you already know that's like my main, my main, uh, passion podcast plus cooking. 
hello like i can't believe it took me three years to get here but um if you enjoy this episode please let, let me wrap it up please hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening right now i'm on apple spotify youtube google podcast stitcher breaker wherever you listen to podcasts i'm everywhere Subs- make sure to subscribe to the podcast okay and also subscribe to my youtube channel if you're watching this on youtube hi and leave a review and follow me on instagram and tiktok at jacqueline monroe share this if you enjoyed this episode and go make some meatloaf go go make some meatloaf and let me know what you think uh, make sure to tag me and um kath eats for the original recipe so yay thank you for being here love you and i'll talk to you next week bye